Coming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to episode 142, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It's hosted by two guys that have never met in real life. I'm one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host, John M. Craig. Hey, uh, Colin, what's up? And I don't live in Iowa. It would be living? really odd. I'm, I'm living. I mean, I'm living. That's good. Um, I'm all right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's 80, 80, like 81 degrees here. A little hot. I mean, not crazy hot. I mean, it's, it's uh, seasonally uh, where it should be. It's getting uncomfortable for you is what you're saying. I closed all the windows last night. We were going to record last night. Today is, uh, what is today? Thursday, June 6th, 2019. And we were going to record last night, but you had really slow, no, almost no internet to really slow speeds. That is correct. Yeah. It happened. Internet just kind of, I don't know. It's one of those things you never know. It just it goes off, and then the, you, you call the company, and you say, what's the deal? Actually, I couldn't even talk to a human because they had the the uh, recording on on their on their uh, you know that said they, there was a known outage and uh, so they were working uh, on yeah, it yeah yeah i know it who knows you yeah. chose to live in iowa okay. yeah here at the end of the internet we're, right. we're it's not yes you know, you know, nothing nothing important not they're even now are they uh didn't california move up their primaries california so that uh, like iowa is an important part for place location for politicians to uh, start uh, campaigning? Yes, the uh, first one's in Iowa. The New Hampshire, I believe, is right after that. And then Nevada and South Carolina are the I, first I, four. I think California moved there as early. When is, the, when is the primary for you guys? I don't know. I saw something. Uh, it's like, I don't know, uh, January or something like oh, okay. that. I, I think it was March for California. But I don't know. I only have pay attention to those things. Yeah, I'm. I'm finding uh, I. I need to pay attention less. It just. Uh, I. It's. It's too much. There, there's the, the political thing, the politics, all of it. Um, I, I. It seems like people are a lot of times when they start to argue about stuff, or they start to disagree. They're not even really even a lot of times talking about the same thing. You know, uh, and uh, you know, they've got a. You know, both sides have ways of they think of, of dealing with with issues and. Uh, they're just not talking to each other and uh, or not really. I guess neither side is hearing the other side very well. And then that, uh, I don't think, uh, uh, just, 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 I'm, I, I'm happier if I, if I pay less attention to it. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I should worry about things down the street. If, if, you're, if you really think about what, what affects your life, does mm-hmm. Donald Trump really affect your life more right. than more than the, the you know the person uh, down the street at the pizza the pizza guy down the street? I, I, I'm I'm go- voting for the pizza guy. I'm, I, I don't think of anything outside of this pool house. That's it. Yeah, that's not even my children. I mean, as far as you should go, unless I'm with them or they come in here. That's and then it. you're telling them just get the hell out of the pool yeah, house. Did you not see the record <laughs> the light that I'm recording here in the studio? Your dad's got a very important podcast talking about very, very, very important things. Can I tell you how important? Did you remember? Uh, I sent you the uh, the transcription service. Yes, you did. Uh, uh, Otter Otter dot AI. What is that? Uh, eight dot AI. Had artificial <laughs> intelligence. That's what it is. I mean, I guess there's so many dots, but anyway, Otter dot AI. It's pretty good. You know, you upload your audio and uh, they will transcribe it. So I I did about ten episodes, and for each one, and you you go to their website or their app, and then we you can listen to your own. Um, you know, recording, whatever that is, a meeting, or in our case, the podcast, and it will highlight the words as we speak them. They don't get them all right, but at the top, they have summary keywords, summary keywords. So for episode 141, here are the summary summary keywords for our very important podcast. Cat, fucking, Cameron, Elton John, fuck, play, people, called, thought, mouse, Talking movie, rocket song, big told moves, guitar, Wu Tang Clan, and Van. 
Now I didn't look in chat. I didn't actually look. I don't know what what they use to determine. I mean, I, I imagine those are words. I mean, Cameron's my son. Wu Tang Clan. It's nothing to fuck with. Probably said that a bunch of times. I imagine uh, they're words that occurred more than once. Well, you said at the very beginning, it kind of threw me off because you said cat fucking. And I was <laughs> those like, were two separate words. That, They're it, little it wasn't hyphenated. Now, there's, I don't think in the last episode it was like there was cat and fucking. Now, I may have said the words cat and fucking consecutively, but I was not speaking of cat fucking. <sighs> Let's hope not. I yeah. mean, I, I sometimes I may not have put a pause between the two words. It's possible. From now on, it's probably a good idea just if to never say cat and fucking. <laughs> yes, never say those two things. In, 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 Too late. Like, for the- you know, I remember from, uh, I don't know, I think it was like probably a, a teacher from, I don't know, maybe I was like in sixth grade or something like that. I remember, it, and it stuck with me. The teacher would say, if, if you want to sound stupid, because that's the way they used to teach, um, if, if the, the, the way to really truly sound unintelligent, maybe she said it that way, I don't know. Um, but she said, if you ever use the words, I seen I and seen, I seen. She said, "You sound like a complete idiot." If you want to, if you want to make sure you don't sound like a complete idiot, never say "I seen." Then she wrote on the, I remember she wrote on the board, "Veni, vidi, vici." I came, I saw, I conquered. Veni, vidi, vici. The 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 Latin, and she said that was Caesar. I guess I think is what it was, and she said if Caesar had said, "I came, I seen." I conquered, everybody would have said, dumbass, and they would have just walked away. And Veni, Vidi, Vici would have never been remembered as something. <laughs> you know, you know what's weird about that is, you know, I grew up on Staten Island. I was there visiting my parents last week, and you know who I ran into? Vinny, Vidi, Vici. He's got a pizzeria <laughs> right over there. He said, yo, I, I seen, I seen yeah. he was living I on seen, your- I seen Vinny. Over there, <laughs> seen Vinny over there, and he was living in a, in a pool house too. He was. <laughs> now I didn't grow up in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, or the Bronx, but yes. uh, even growing up on Staten Island, uh, do you know how many kids in like middle school and high school saw I seen? It's ridiculous. Yeah, much, it's, yeah, it's kind of a big thing around here too. I did, yeah, I seen. I no, seen you didn't. It. You didn't. You didn't see nothing. You saw it, you dumb fuck. You, I saw it. I saw it yeah, in the yes. has. All the doesn't the language change? Uh, aren't there? What? What's? I can't remember. I, Are we getting stupider as a race, as a no, society? No, Is that no, what you're no. I just think in levels Computers. of communications. I mean, if 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 you have uh, levels of slang, but there's a, it's still language. It's still communication. It may not be the queen's english right or the king's whatever right. what would do it you know what i'm saying but i, I don't know I, I i may not be able to understand it although you sometimes you can i mean i or, think i think yeah. language gets in the way a lot with uh i i i think in um Okay, so if somebody comes in and applies for a job and they uh, they aren't using some form of the Queen's English that makes sense, and and uh, this is a a thing that can happen. Uh, sometimes people think of this as a, a racial thing, where there's the the black English vernacular. But um, mm-hmm. I, I was listening to um, I was listening to a podcast with the the, the guy. Uh, it was Doctor Phil's podcast, whatever the hell that's called. And he no, was, I didn't he, know he had one. He does, and it's actually pretty good. So he was, he was um, interviewing this uh, this guy that's the uh, was the police chief is the police chief in in Dallas, a black guy that's a the uh, head of the whole shebang in, in Dallas, the police force there, and they've had a lot of issues in Dallas. He's the guy that when the there was a um, there was a police shooting in Dallas, and the guy was on the run. He's the person that ordered the bomb. The bomb killing. I don't know if you remember that. They, they took a, a robot and drove the robot down a hallway around the corner and with, uh, with explosives on the robot and blew the robot and the guy up to kill him. They decided okay. we're not going to put somebody in harm's way. But he made a comment during this, during this podcast I was listening to and he see they were talking about Dr. Phil was making it a point how, um, jails are getting, uh, so that they are full of people that don't have an opportunity to get, to get out because we've got this system that gets stacked against people. And, uh, he said, um, that it's not a it's not a racial thing it's a it's an economic thing we have people that are in mm-hmm. a strata of of being poor you know it's mm-hmm. white black hispanic whatever um when they're when you're in that in that 
you know that level of the economy it things things are, are tougher and i think there's right. a, that level of the economy whether you're you you tend to speak less uh, less clearly less le- with 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 uh right. without the, you less ability to speak well i guess right. is what i'm saying right carry yeah, yourself it, well yeah and it's, it's harder harder to be employed in that case that's what i, what I was trying to say for sure not that uh dr phil needs the help but it's uh, fill in the blanks, and it's not Doctor Phil. It's just fill in the blanks Dr. with Doctor Phil. Phil, and it was uh, former Dad former police chief David Brown. Body cam, school shootings, and the deadly force fight. Yeah, um, he's uh, yeah he's a he's an interesting guy to listen to. I, I uh, enjoyed a lot of the. He brings a viewpoint to two things that uh, is. Uh, just honest. It's very honest. You know, he's talking about the the bomb thing, and he he said he would absolutely do it again. He was criticized widely for that because you know it never happened in the United States before, where we've taken a robot and walked it down the hallway and blown somebody up. But he did. He said he'd do it again because it kept a, an officer out of. In that case, they'd they'd already lost officers to this guy. I think he right. killed like four people or something mm-hmm. like that. And no civilians were harmed. Um. I don't know. I don't remember exactly. I don't exactly. remember. I vaguely the, remember it. I don't remember. Yeah, the guy, the, the, it was a rally that was going on around the time where there was a lot of racial unrest where that whole Ferguson thing was going on in Missouri, in, in St. Louis, in the Missouri area, in the Minnesota. There was that sh- um, you know, guy that got uh, killed by police in Minnesota, and there was, there was a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of unrest, and I believe the guy's goal was to kill police. Uh, and I, I'm not uh, sure that he shot anybody else. So, right, yeah. Anyway, I, I listened to uh, two podcasts, which I don't know if you have. You listened to Conan O'Brien's podcast? Uh, some, yeah, I, I have some. I don't know. It's something about Conan O'Brien having friends. It does very well, I believe, in in all podcasts and especially comedy podcasts. I think it's number one. Yeah, uh, he's, he's had some Rogan. stuff that's been really funny on there. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's very good. The Bill Hader one was excellent. Bill Hader is very. Funny. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, and uh, I listened to the Howard Stern interview, and uh, you know, I've been a Stern listener. It was really good, actually. It was a. It was a. Uh, it's one of the few where uh, Conan was not. He was not doing his shtick as much. Now, he was in Stern's uh, Sirius XM studio, but I don't think that was that. I just think it was uh, it was pretty good. They, they seem to connect. I mean, Stern is promoting his book, so, you know, he's, he's 65 now, and, uh, you know, he's kind of hanging his hat on these interviews and the book. But, it's, but I think there's some truth in it that the guy doesn't – he doesn't obsess about himself as much as he used to. He was he's not as immature. I mean, he's older, you know, uh, and he's always been a smart guy. But it, it was kind of like the Beastie Boys book where reading the Beastie Boys book, listening to the Beastie Boys book, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing that I always liked about them. I never liked that other th- like, you know, fight for your right to party while I enjoyed the thing. It was like, I don't know. I didn't seem it seemed like they were smarter than that. You know what I mean? Same thing with Stern. Even when he was doing the stupid shit, he always seemed intelligent. And and he talked about it. He he, yeah. It seemed like he actually knew what he was doing. You know, um, in spite of himself, right? And and like and even even when he talked about not really like like appreciating or liking the appearance he did on Stern and other stuff, it was like I always thought he was trying too hard. Like it was too much. He was trying to do shtick. Trying. I mean, I get it, but you know. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, he sees it that way too. I mean, but even back then I would see it like, it's like, no, yeah. you know, do something different. But, you know, maybe he didn't want, it. it was a different time too. I think the culture was different. FCC, you know, uh, the fines, you know. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, from the PMRC and the ratings on records to any other, you know, you know, uh, family groups, religious groups that were like fighting against anything. Like I even heard, what's her name? Uh, uh, I don't know. The one that's in Dead to Me. She used to be on, uh, Terry Gross interviewed uh, the actress um, who played Kelly Bundy on Fox's first show, Married with Children. Yeah. Uh, and, and why can't I remember I, I carry uh, Christina, <laughs> Christina Applegate. Yes. And, and uh, I wasn't really paying attention to it because it was on speakers upstairs in the pool house and I'm down here doing something else. But one of the things was that show, too, benefited from, like, a group that was complaining about it. You know? How so? Well, because they were, like, writing into the network and uh, – complaining that about you know some of the sexual jokes and inappropriate stuff and you know i guess 
Oh, married with children. Married with children, right, oh. right. Same same thing that happened to Stern, you know. Right, right, right. I thought you meant dead time. to me was getting. Oh no, dead, no, no, not right, dead to right. me. I don't. I I think we live in a different time. Right, I mean, yeah. if you went back and looked at those shows, you'd be like, nah. I mean, that wouldn't be a big deal right now. Yeah, even, I liked. Even, uh, Really like Conan's interview with Adam Sandler too. I, don't know if I, did, I, I think I did hear that one too. And then, uh, did you listen to uh, Perry Farrell? Uh, today? God, that was for me. Uh, even though I'm a, a, I like Jane's Addiction a lot. So do I. And and I've seen Jane's Addiction. Yeah. Uh, Tough. The Perry Farrell thing was really was was hard for me to stay with. Um, I just really was trying to like him more and uh he's just too is a weird combination of me there, there with him of, of being uh a, a kind of an old jewish east coast kind of guy because that's where he started his life and then uh you add to that sort of a nauseating uh, layer of california on top of that and i was i was having issues i was like right right as was mark Marin, it would seem from listening to the podcast <laughs> i don't blame from I don't his blame intro him. from his intro to the whole thing to being like i, I got to do something here. Him. I got to talk about music here. Let me call his wife up and see if she can help with this new project. And then yeah, he's talking like, about yeah. spirits and energy. Oh my god! Like you're like, what are you? Like I totally understood what he was saying, but everything yes. would be like. And and one of the things that he he was saying was that his 17 year old kid won't talk to him, doesn't want to be around him. All that'd be like, yeah. Have you heard yourself talk? Have you? You know, it's a, he's and and I mean that's one of the things is I I always thought you're you were uh, a lot closer in age to me because I remember when we first met via you know Anchor the social audio app yes and is that I remember you kind of talking about and it was um, Jane's addiction and I kind of vaguely remember that. Sam or Perry, Perry Farrell and I are about the same age. Th- uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, and, and I mean, I was Googling him because, man, it's like he's had some work done. He's had his teeth done. Oh, I know. It's like, oh, he, he looks real I, plastic. And maybe it's I did work. the same thing. I, was, I thought, what does he look like now? I, I was, was surprised because like, wow. I did. I kind of knew he would have had to have been that age. You know, I mean, like, I remember when I saw them at the first Lollapalooza. Yeah, and, and I saw him, and uh, I knew he was playing earlier than that. Like I remember that he had done early earlier shows, but he's not a young dude, and he's out there, man. And not in a, but not in a ground. It's okay to be out there, but he, yeah, very odd. <laughs> so well, you talked about the looks thing, and that what looks? I mean, well, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. A lot of old rock and roll guys end up start looking. You know, they 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 sort of. Especially the Jewish guys end up kind of looking like Liza Minnelli. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, and right. he's kind of got that going on. He's, he's, yeah, he's, uh, so, yeah. but anyway, but he is not unlike when you hear him, him uh, ramble and speak, it's not unlike uh, you're listening to somebody who's like 19 and is really, really high. And, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, right. he's neither. So, yeah, that one was, uh, it was it was difficult uh, to, to it, try to get through. It's I, what I, was, I only had paid half attention to part. Me, I, I kind of was the same, and I listened to the whole thing, and it was just like it was like the longest, shortest, like hour and fifteen minutes ever. And then like it was like, what did we learn? Really? Yeah, Other yeah. Perry I saw them out there. Uh, I saw them back in before anybody knew who they were. For the most part, I got talked into they'd go into this show that I I'd never heard of the, of any of the three three bands, and they were the only one that was uh, the you know that. Turned out to be, you know, something big. But, uh, yeah, I went to the show. It was at the uh, hockey arena in Omaha, Nebraska, where the Omaha Lancers, a semi-pro hockey league team, plays. And um, the place was packed. It was the, the, they, they, all the, you know, seating where they would normally seat people for the hockey stuff was, was completely full. And then they had people out on the, you know, what would have been the ice. The ice was covered. But, uh, so the, the whole place was, it was packed. There was a lot of people. People had, uh, had started to hear about them. And what, what uh, size, what size venue are you talking about? About 8,000, 12,000? I would guess with, I would guess for the hockey, they might get, uh, maybe a couple thousand in that place. Um, however many f- more you can put on the floor. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe four, four thousand. Okay. But even maybe. so, I mean, for a band, yeah. I mean, were they the headliner? They were the headliner, and it was they were really, really unknown for the most part. I, I think most of the people there that were probably like me, they were just walking in and going, you know, somebody had said, "You got to go see these guys; they're great." And uh, it was uh, the the first band was um, was some sort of kind of uh, 
I don't know, more more acoustic-y sort of thing. And then the second band uh, started ramping it up, and I can't remember who the hell that was at, at all. But by the time they got out, the place was uh, in a full-on froth. Uh, there was a really decent mosh pit going. Perry Farrell crowd surfed. I uh, did the huge you know dive, uh, turned around you know with his back to the. You know, just did the stage dive back to the uh, to the floor when he when he landed. You know, everybody caught him and and surfed him around the top of the crowd for all. He went right over top of us. I remember looking up and seeing that giant fucking hook nose of his. Mm-hmm. And did um, he have dreads at the time? No, no. And he had uh, he had uh, uh, just the the coolest uh, the, the Doc Martens you couldn't get in in, in the Midwest. <laughs> Right. <laughs> at that point you know it was one of those kind of things he's like he had these great doc martens on and he's you know just you know i don't know what they were doing then ben caught ben caught stealing or something i'm not who knows but uh yeah they, yeah they, yeah they, they formed in 85 but it seems nothing shocking came out in 1988 i mean i remember in college loving them yeah this was about when i saw them was probably 89 90 right in there i mean it was uh i guess ritual d whatever the hell or it low is habitual um was maybe i don't know if that was out yet or was yeah that's it says that one came out in 90 so i think it was just at as that one may have been may have been barely out but i don't i'm not sure that it was out so it's probably right about there crazy they only they they only have four albums four studio albums yeah and uh, it's a great show to me they're pretty big for just having four albums no maybe well then the lollapalooza thing i think and then he had porno for pyros right 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 and then Dave Navarro goes on to uh, do, you know, all sorts of other stuff. I would imagine well. he's fairly wealthy from the Lollapalooza alone. Yeah, think. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, um, yeah, got to be. But uh, yeah, huh. I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what. I don't know. What I don't know. I'm not saying that people lose their uh, ability to be creative, but I think uh, a lot of times by the time, you know. You get into that phase of, of your career, it's kind of stick a fork in it. So I imagine they're just it's kind of a greatest hit show thing that now. And he and he talked about that new record that he's working on. He's working on this solo thing. The guy that uh, he told uh, they were talking about the guitarist. The guy that he said was the guitarist on uh, most of the uh, of the new thing is the guy from the Cars. Uh, so I don't know. It seemed a little bit weird when I heard that, but. Uh, I didn't hear the name. I may not the guitarist guy, guy from the Cars. I can't remember his name uh, off the top of my head, yeah. but I know that's the guy when he said it. So, yeah, it says uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's a solo project, but it's called Kind Heaven, and then he's got this. Oh, that's right. That's why he got his wife in there because they're doing this thing where they're they're going around and they're they're trying to yeah city winery, which is uh, they've got like a residency there, and they're going to be performing uh, all at the, the ones cities. all over the country, yeah. right. And that's a franchise. They're in uh, New York and v- various places. I, there's, I don't know that there's one anywhere close to where I'm at here in the Midwest, but I, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he says he's creating a scene, uh, a music scene, and it's an artist community. It's he's gonna. I don't know. It's uh, it's. I kind of get a sense of what he's been saying on the show, but uh, I yeah, don't know. I, I'm I, headed to a music scene tonight. My yeah, own. yeah, yeah. Yeah, headed to uh, Codfish Hollow. <laughs> codfish hollow barnstormers uh, and you can uh, you can look that up you, on on the on the internet it's it's a great place to go see a concert it's an old barn in the middle of nowhere and i'm going to see uh ani defranco tonight which is anyone opening for her yeah there's some woman opening for her i don't know I'm not sure. I know. Never heard Who's of Who's going? Other. Just you and Rachel? Rachel and I are going. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. That should that, be yeah. Should be fine. So that's why we're recording at five thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, four thirty Central Standard Time on a uh, random Thursday. So you, did you leave? Did you go to work today? I did go to work today. Yeah, I, I uh, was uh, productive at work and got the hell out of there. And yeah. So uh, we'll go see the show tonight. I looked at uh, Ani DeFranco's set list uh, from a couple of different shows uh, that she had uh, tweeted out stuff from uh, stuff she's done lately, places she's been. And I realized that uh, by looking at least by the titles of the things that she's doing, uh, doing now, I have no idea what any of these songs are. So I'm going to mm-hmm. be just walking in going, I don't know. I'm just there to 
they're there to listen for see what it's like you know yeah and, uh, yeah I, i'm she has a book out so i heard a couple of interviews with her because apparently that's all i do is listen to podcasts and about NPR books and about yeah that's it i don't podcasts. read books I just listen yeah so ani defranco is yeah. this yeah and see. it's the stuff that she you know kind of the the, the uh, things that she was kind of known for uh back in the day as it were um Trying to skill with it. She had that "fuck you" song that was really good that I used to listen to. Um, that was that was great. Um, I, I think it was the title of that called "fuck you." I don't know, but that was that was a good. There was she had a really good "fuck you" song that that, that I, I enjoyed. And that's going to be in the notes for this show, and and there's going to be nothing in there about cats. I don't think. Well, I guess there will be now, but I, I put enough words in between that it it won't hang us in the notes. But. Um, yeah, so um, the, she had that 32 flavors and some other things that she did. None of that stuff on the set list. So that's that's what you know people do. Where, as where did you see the Where did you see the uh, set list? On Twitter. She, you know, they oh. they tweet this yeah. stuff. These yeah, are artistic do. types. Yeah, which you know, got to keep up. Got to keep up with times. People want to know the set list. They want to know what the things are, and uh, and that's important. So yeah. Um, and I've been mm. trying to, for, for the most part, like I said, with the Twitter thing, I've been trying to, uh, to to ignore more of the politics, but it's hard to do. I would say ignore everything. Just ignore all of Twitter, or uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I would have to go to our. Tw I don't pay attention to Twitter. I would you have don't? To go, yeah. No, I don't. I. It's rare. So I mean, where, where do you that. where do you where do you learn about the world? If I told you, you NPR. NPR. See, but, I got to stay away from NPR. NPR for me is is. Uh, and I know you don't feel this way, but for me, NPR is—it's uh, just another. It's just like one of the networks. It's 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 Fox News. It's it's CNN. It's yeah. I don't hear MSNBC. it. I don't hear it that way. They they're 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 classier about it, but it's 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 all one sided. And I say I, that, I don't I, necessarily. I, I mean, they have they will have uh, conservative. Uh, politicians on yeah but the way they do it is always really condescending nah and i don't i don't hear it that way i'm telling they do you stories, I all the time what, i'll give you an example i'll give you an example they do stories all the time where, where they where they do somebody uh, um they, they talk about the midwest and when they do it they, they always do it in, in a manner where they um they present the person that's in the story who's uh who's the conservative person and and i'm uh, and i uh, this Probably the, the the person they're talking about is probably not somebody I would like or hang out with or consider uh, part of my tribe, whatever my tribe is. But um, the way they generally go into describing that person, it's not unlike they're describing a monkey in a zoo. They go into I, these. I've not heard that. They do I've it. Not all, heard they that. do it almost every single time they do a story. You don't you don't hear it because you, you, if if you pay attention to the way it's done, they they give they give weird little explanations about things that that are that you wouldn't hear anywhere else they, they'll, they'll give a little explanation about the person they'll say and i'm trying to think of an example of how they do it they'll say um john lives in, or yeah okay so john's a midwesterner from cedar rapids iowa uh you wouldn't know it they'll say they'll say something about they'll, they'll say something about um john's never drove a tractor and and they'll say things like that. They'll throw in these little things like like that, where these there's these weird little explanations, and then they'll explain about how there are um, maybe gun owners in his family. There's there's different things about that that they'll start to explain. They'll throw in these these items that don't even necessarily make sense. They're trying to paint a picture of what that person's like, but they do it in such a way that um, the examples that they give, if you live in that area and you're one of those types of people. It's ridiculous that they describe it that way. It's like it's like why why are you including that as a? It has nothing to do with the story, in a lot of cases, and uh, it's just uh, it irks me. And and uh, yeah, I there are some reporters that when they ask questions, they seem to be asking the same questions of people regardless of where they live what the story is and I, I don't always hear that i'm not saying that it, it's not like that but i'm not hearing it or i'm not paying attention to it i will be listening now with a different a uh, critical ear um but <laughs> i've tainted you <laughs> i don't know i mean thanks for ruining npr uh, i appreciate it uh well for instance you put here you uh 
You uh, put this on the Unbecoming of Age podcast yesterday. Not a Crowder fan, but YouTube shows it's a hot mess. Now, I, I know about YouTube and Facebook banning Nazis and, you know, white supremacist type, some of people promoting and this guy Steven Crowder is one of them now I don't I don't really know much about Steven Crowder uh, I don't I mean, like Steven Crowder uh, well I know that not a, not a that's how you you prefaced it with not a Crowder fan but YouTube shows it's a hot mess with this move now I didn't look into the whole thing um, but it's like I don't know I don't know where the, where we're going with all of this uh, it is it seems to be <laughs> a very slippery slope a uh, you know, I. How do you stop someone from? I mean, I guess they can, right? I mean, are they a private business? Is YouTube a private business? YouTube, yeah, they, they are. Well, yeah, they are. Um, YouTube. Um, well, if you look at the big three, you look at YouTube, you look at Twitter, you look at Facebook. Are the three of those right now? Um, I think, in my opinion, the most alarming thing that's that's being proposed right now by all three of those, even though YouTube yesterday went on this kind of witch hunt thing that they did where they were um, deciding to take certain people uh, down completely uh, based on content and um, some of the things they obviously were whiffed on big time. That Crowder thing, if you read into what was going on with that, I think they actually reversed that and they've, they've uh, put his stuff back up or are there... Um, He's back to the status he was because there were a lot of complaints. They they also took down a bunch of uh, just there was educational stuff that was posted by teachers like about um, World War Two that had you know there were videos of of Hitler that were included and so they took that stuff down too because I sp I would guess their algorithms aren't as advanced enough to realize the difference between a historical video. historical reference and, and and you know and then what is a historical reference sometimes that that kind of thing is uh depending on on who's putting it up and how it's being framed it it, it could be something that uh i don't know it could be twisted for sure you know to suit somebody's uh, uh i guess um somebody's evil philosophy but um, I think the world, for the most part, people are smart enough to figure it out. I, I don't. I don't listen to Steve Crowder ever, but I understand kind of what he's doing, and I don't think he should be. His stuff should be taken down uh, by any means. But what I think is the scariest thing that I've read about in the last couple of weeks that's coming along is Facebook. Um, Zuckerberg and his crew, who have screwed up so many things uh, with the way they're running that. They've given up um, all this uh, data to to companies that uh, shouldn't have gotten it and uh, shared uh, really screwed up with the you know, privacy of of, uh, of people and, and that sort of thing. They're going into full steam. They're going into uh, a cryptocurrency, and um, I just think that is something that has the potential to cause such huge problems in the world that and they're also uh, they announced today that they were going to give their employees facebook employees and uh, facebook actually has a huge data center here in iowa i think a couple of them that are that are located here in, in iowa so there's there's people that are um you know it people whatever that are that are working uh you know thousands of them probably that, are, that have jobs that are working for uh, for Facebook here and and throughout the world that are going to be giving the opportunity in quotes to be paid through this Facebook cryptocurrency okay what happens as a scenario if the if 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 it all somehow they they screw it up and the cryptocurrency becomes has no value this is not like an fdic insurance thing where, where somebody's going to get their money back so there's that scenario that could happen there's also the scenario where um if the cryptocurrency with facebook gets large enough uh, if it becomes large enough of the gdp what happens what happens to the rest of the currency? What, what about the people that aren't wanting to play along with this whole thing? And we end up with banking systems and we end up with the, the, the value of the dollar, the value of the euro, the value of the pound, uh, all these um, things worldwide that could be affected by this card, this, this, this you know, uh, house of cards that Mark Zuckerberg's trying to put together with this fucking cryptocurrency bullshit that he's doing coming up with well, it you, could be a fucking black mirror nightmare did you how far did you get in uh in mr robot the evil corp 
Uh, you know, I have to watch. <laughs> you were talking about it. We've had this conversation between the two of us that uh, uh, I, f- I fell asleep too much during it and I got to go back oh, and watch. Oh, yeah, I would fall asleep almost every episode and then I'd wake up, it would be three episodes later. And yeah, then it, right, right. But anyway, there's a the whole thing with, with Evil Core. Yes, and, yeah, and, right. and And there's a whole thing about cryptocurrency and what right. they're going to do when they kind of need to do it because the economy's totally fucked. And it's, yes. And then there's, but it's a lot of involvement with China. It's like... <laughs> and they're trying to fuck the, and they're trying to fuck the, 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 the actual, you know, the, the world banking system. Yes, that's right. So anyway, so I'm just saying it's, it's, it's funny how uh, life imitates art sometimes. Or maybe yes. It's, but it, it, it is, it's that black mirror. It is here looking into it. I mean, you yeah. know what? The, 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 uh, is there a new season of Black Mirror now? I think there is. Uh, it, I don't know. I'm I think not it just sure. came out. I, I've, yeah. I've not watched all of them, but every time right. I've watched, I've enjoyed them. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I, 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 don't, I don't really dig Facebook. Yeah, I, I don't know, either. I, 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 I'm, I'm still on there. Uh, last thing I did was I talked about my stroke. And I'm not happy with the video that I made. It has a fair number of views and, and engagement. Uh, and because of mm-hmm. that, it keeps getting more engagement. And uh, <laughs> right. apparently uh, my former mother-in-law saw it and texted my ex-wife today. Yeah. And was like just texting like something about it. Is there a recent video that you did? Yeah, a recent video. I did it on uh, May 31st. My okay. stroke was on May 30th, and I did it on May 31st uh, because you were oh, uh, anniversary it was a stroke. stroke anniversary? Uh, the stroke anniversary that it was. Uh, uh, yeah, I've never really. I've talked about it on here, but I've never talked about it in a way. I did one live video a couple of weeks after I got out of like a Facebook live video. Like I talked okay. about it on Periscope and Anchor, but to me, those were like these like micro communities that I created. I wasn't talking it to or to people I knew. You know, I it just. It got to a point where Facebook for me was like you're you're in this space where you collect all of these quote unquote friends who've known you at different times in your life, but none of them really know you or some of them know you. But at that particular time in your life, but in a very limited way. Right. So quote unquote being yourself in a digital space and sharing stuff in that rapid fire quote unquote news feed or whatever they call it now, like, you know, looking at it, like my ex-girlfriend sent me a text the other night, like, are you okay? Now she's not on Facebook a lot because she saw that video. Now I don't know if she watched it with sound. I don't think she did watch it with sound. And it was just this whole thing. And she, she read some of the comments that people said. And now there are people that did not know that I had a stroke. Right. So, so it's this weird space. So, I mean, I got a call from my ex-wife today while she was at work. I'm in here, I'm here at home. And she's like, she starts asking me about this thing. Did you put something on Facebook? And that's always this moment of like, since she's not on social media, like, like it's like a loaded question. Like, what did I do? Well, I don't remember Facebook. I don't, I didn't put any, what? Okay. Now I don't, I'm not friends with her mother on Facebook. Her mom had sent me a friend request on Facebook, but I never accepted it. However, I must have a public profile. And she must follow me because I think that's an option or used to be an option on Facebook. So then it's this whole space of like, and then I wanted to delete the thing. And then I was like, I just want to like, fuck it, fuck Facebook. Let me just turn the whole thing off. I mean, it, it's such a strange space to be in. So, so like when I hear something like that, I'm like, who are these people that are going to use this cryptocurrency outside of the, you know, the employees get it. And then where does it go from there? You know. Well, that's that's a good question. Are you going to spend it? How's how's it going to work? There are people in the world that understand what current cryptocurrency is and how to spend it. Ninety nine percent of the world doesn't have any fucking idea. But I think there's a lot of uh, of uh, really uh, uh, uninformed people that are going to think maybe this is a good thing. I should jump somehow, get involved with this, and jump on the bandwagon and become a part of this because. Uh, Somebody talks them into it as being a good idea. It's, it's the Candy Crush people. It's the Farmville people. It's all of that stupid shit that goes on on on, uh, on Facebook that is going to suck a bunch of people into this if they get this thing rolling. And I think it's going to end up burning them. Uh, I just it, uh, it it I think there's a huge potential there for nightmare situations to come along. So yeah, and now you're making me want to watch your your video on uh, Facebook. <laughs> 
Uh, I haven't even, I don't look at the Facebook. Uh, I still have, uh, we have, uh, the, the Unbecoming of Age has a, um, has a Facebook presence that's very, very minimal because, uh, I, I don't want to go in and update it. Um, it just, I, I don't like going into there. I, I at some point, I got in and I decided I'm going to cut the friends list that I had down to only to, uh, I was just going to include people that were either relatives or people that knew where the bathroom in my house was that I could look at that picture and go, yeah, they know they've been, they've been around. They, they, they know, they know me, they know what's about. So all of the weird, you know, the person from high school that I haven't talked to and, you know, since high school was over sort of stuff gone. And, uh, so I lopped it way, way down and I very, very, very seldom look at it. And, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't think we're friends on Facebook. I don't know. We're not. And I, yeah, I, don't, I don't think, think I've ever are. looked at your profile. I don't think I, that we are. I mean, I have a lot of photos on there, but I mean, I don't have a lot of recent posts. Well, if it's public, I could go look at it. <laughs> That's probably, the one thing about Facebook. If you want can. to stalk somebody, you can go in and stalk them. I mean, right, Facebook's. right. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't want to go back and change it. Like, I've got a 30-year uh, high school reunion coming up and a bunch of people, like, uh, trying to plan that. And yeah. Like, oh, like, there's one guy whom I knew in high school, but I wasn't friends with him. Uh, he lives in, in Arizona, and he's sort of really doing something. Like he's the one spearheading it, and he wants it to be in November because he's going to be here in New York in November. And I don't know. There's another group of people. Like there's this one woman that I went to high school with that I've seen in you know seen in person in the last few years uh, a handful of times, and I've hung out with her. And uh, she actually created a group on Facebook a couple of years ago, probably when Trump got elected, for those um, former Staten Islanders, people she knew from high school, who were not likely to purchase a MAGA hat. Um, you know, it was it's and and she was saying she would never go to the thing, and I was telling her like I'm 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 going. I'm wearing a MAGA hat because. I'm not going to Staten Island with a bunch of kids from high school that would have kicked my ass in high school and can still kick my ass now. I want to be on their team. You know what I mean? I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm like friendly. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. I don't it sucks that you got to go, you know, that you would go to the, that's where we're at in the world now, that you'd go to a, something like that and you're going to, if you well, would, like, reconnect with people and, and then there's this layer of who's wearing the MAGA hat and who's not. That, to me, that's not the layer. I mean, where she's coming from is some level of not crazy, but come on. Like, I want to go and talk to people and connect with people in a way that's not negative. That's why if I look up a guy like this guy, Steven Crowder, who's looking at everything through this lens and it's this twisted fucked up lens we're in a bad place right that like in a lot of ways i think we have more in common than we don't right i'm not talking about the one percenters and the these billionaires and but at some point they for those who did not weren't born into money they probably had something in common with us do you know what i mean like uh, i do yeah, yeah you yeah. know i'm just saying like there's this level of okay if you live uh, at the coastal states you're not necessarily going to have something as in common with someone in you know a midwestern farm state right and and sort of like what you were talking about with npr interviews and had how they're painting the picture right and it's like of course and when you paint the picture in the urban community like the the, the black comparisons of color then you you you're a little bit more careful in how you talk about it. Not everyone, but even the news media is. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't talk about it that way, you're considered racist, right? Yes. This, right? But if you talk about it a certain way, but then you're talking about the white farmer in the opposite way, it's like you're sort of, there's this weird sort of, I just want to use the word virtue, virtue signaling. Like there's this, there's this, but yeah. you're, I understand what you're saying. It's kind of going back to what the, the former police chief of uh, Dallas uh, said when you were talking earlier is it's socioeconomic it is it is it is but it gets very um, the waters are muddied in our perception of it right so it'd be like I can't necessarily say that this guy went to high schools told that whatever because I believe he voted for Trump or whatever or she voted for Trump I don't know enough about their story what led them to that moment and what they believe about things but they may be a shitty person, but I'm not mm -hmm. going to say it's because of that thing. And quite frankly, if I'm going to connect with them, I'm going to feel whether or not, did I know you in high school? Hey, what's going on? How, you know, married, kids, whatever. Oh, cool, whatever. But it's going to be very superficial, but maybe I'll meet someone and connect with someone. 
and like them, you know? Yeah, I, I would hope. I, you know, like maybe, maybe. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe something positive can come out of that. Or maybe it'll get me to think differently about something. But I don't really want to talk about politics and who I voted for. And, and yeah. you know, even I'm, I'm careful, careful about how I say the things that I say when I'm talking to people face to face. Not on here, I'm not. I have a uh, all school reunion sort of thing that's going on in a week, a week from now. It's on the thirteenth, as when I, I believe, or something like that. Um, the uh, Lamar's Eye was having ice cream days, which is uh, a huge, big throwdown that happens every year, and uh, because uh, Wells Wells Blue Bunny is located in Lamar's Iowa, the ice cream capital of the world, and uh, so they have ice cream days. Anyway, uh, as a part of ice cream days, the, there will there's a uh, all school reunion which um, I've already not bought tickets for, uh, and for some reason you can't buy tickets. At, just go and buy tickets at the event. They they made you buy them ahead of time. And if you don't get them, they, you don't get them, which uh, whatever. I'm not, so I'm not going to that part of it. But there was people from my class that are uh, I, I was contacted by uh, a, a friend of mine that's uh, a chiropractor in Arizona now. And uh, he was uh, saying that he was going to be there and uh, was said that they were, they, a group from just my class was going to get together at one of the local bars somewhere and one of the, the, the nights. I don't have the details yet, but uh, I was half thinking about that. Uh, I've never gone to a class reunion. Um, I went uh, on my for my tenth year reunion. I went to I, I was in town, meant to go to the reunion. Um, met with a bunch of people the night before. One of the same idea. They there was a get together at a uh, like on uh, Thursday or Friday night. There was a get together at one of the local bars, and uh, I had conversations with enough people to realize at that point in my life, I didn't want to see more of them. <laughs> Right. I, I I'd, I'd had conversations with enough the the people that I that I wanted to be friends with from high school I, I was still in contact with and I thought there's just mm -hmm. no reason for really to to reconnect with a bunch of people that I'm not going to see for any other reason otherwise and uh, so I did and I skipped it and um, so uh, yeah I, this thing in a week I don't know I'm still still half thinking about on the it, fence. So. Yeah, still on the fence. There were some people there that I would uh, maybe get a chuckle out of saying hello to. Mm -hmm. I, I went to my 10 year in 1999. Very small turnout. Now, yeah. uh, they're like that sometimes. You know, there was no Facebook. You know, yeah. uh, social media waits. It was a, a little bit more challenging to pull, even though it was only 10 years out, to put the thing together. The 20 year reunion in, I think we did it in 2009. Facebook was now open to regular people not just the ivy leagues and colleges right and so yeah. and that's when you sort of and we were at an age that would be 20 years out so we were like 37 38 roughly you know and and it was a pretty big turnout you know uh everyone looked pretty good i would think that if you look really bad you gained a lot of weight your, your life's not together you're not going to your high school reunion you know <laughs> Only the people that feel pretty good look pretty good. Yeah, I'm all right. Successful job. I'm going. Um, you know, and then no 25. They couldn't put it together, and now they want so they want to do a 30. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it, but I, if 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 it happens and I don't have plans and I'm available, I'll probably go. No, no maga hat. Just tell them you're somebody else. Probably could. Nah, Facebook would would ruin that because people have seen pictures. Who's the of guy me. that drew uh, Kareem Abdul Jakak? Who's that? Guy? <laughs> Kenny Coogan. Can, tell him you're Kenny Coogan. Kenny Coogan. There. I don't know what happened to that dude. That's what I should do. Is there are a handful of people that I want to know what happened to them. People before high school. What you should bring that guy? a tape recorder and start interviewing people. I song? I actually that that's something that I I really wanted to do actually. I wanted get, to, I yeah. wanted to record audio. It's like my high school reunion, and I wanted to like go in and prep and maybe interview beforehand and sort of and maybe get into this whole thing where do you know who I am? Do you remember me? Yes, I have a name tag on, but do you have any memories of me? Right, but I didn't want to make it all about me. I really want to make it about the connections between people. Our twentieth anniversary, uh, I mean twentieth high school reunion, had a DJ there, and the DJ went to high school with us, and the music was really fucking loud. Now, yeah. I, I mean, there were plenty of us that were married and had kids, and and maybe some of us didn't get out much, but like to me, as much as I love Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, I can listen to 
it takes two anytime. You know what yes. I mean? Like, like I'm not going to my high school reunion to get my dance on. I'm going to see people I haven't seen in a really long time and will not see in a really long time after this. But maybe, just maybe, we'll connect in a way that we never did in four years in high school. It's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that'll go. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. How are you doing today, though? You good? Today, good. Yeah. Today's, today's uh, yeah, awesome. I ran uh, yesterday on, uh, I guess it was Global Running Day. It was. I ran yesterday. Yes, well, uh, what did you do? How much? Uh, yesterday, I did a 10K. I did exactly 6.2 miles yesterday. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah, it's getting a little bit easier. Every That's time. pretty good. I so. I didn't go I didn't go that far, but I'm still achy today from my workout. Are you? How are you feeling? You know, I haven't really had a lot of that uh, for the most part. Um, the the achy's achy's not the issue. It's uh, mm-hmm. just every time I'm trying to go out to get a little better. You know, just the cardio, uh, hopefully improving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's my main goal, and uh, I'm also. 15 pounds too heavy so um if that well, I'm, I'm 25 pounds too heavy you're feeling 25 too heavy no i yeah. i am 25 pounds too heavy so your ideal fighting weight would be what uh that would reveal my weight really for anyone that knows how to do math so hold on <laughs> let's see i mean listen ideally and i don't know how much i weigh right now i haven't been on the scale and i I don't want to i will maybe i'll do it after this i don't want to do it um i would say that i'd be pretty damn happy at i'd be pretty really happy at 165 if i could get down below like 160 i couldn't um, i couldn't imagine being 155 because would you, I would you weigh? You. Would you weigh when the last time the people from the reunion would have seen you? The day you walked out uh, off the stage, high school graduation. Couldn't tell you. I would. I would guess that. I would guess that it was around one sixty-five. One sixty. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know, but I didn't weigh. I didn't weigh myself back then. You know what I mean? Like I. I don't know. I mean, no reason to. Yeah. I mean, you're in high school. I, while I wasn't, you know, in athletics, I was fit and and health. I, I did gain weight in, fr- in freshman year of college, which makes total sense. Your parents aren't around. You're eating a lot of junk food, and uh, you know, drinking beer. Drinking beer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a lot of ramen noodles, high in salt. That's why I have high <laughs> blood pressure now. Yeah. Blame the ramen noodles. But aren't they good? Every once in a while, do you, do you get a? I've never, I haven't had that in forever. I get occasionally get a, a strong craving for just the cheap ass. Uh, you know, what do they cost? Twenty cents package or something like They're that. They're very inexpensive. Yeah, it's every once in a while, and I, I used to always like to put the um, the sriracha in there, just a little mm-hmm. squirt, of, yeah. squirt of the hot, you know, hot stuff. And uh, to me, that occasionally, and like when it's really cold out, I'll, I'll get that. And it's probably the salt. It's probably the MSG and the salt that I'm craving more than anything. But yeah, that's where. Uh, I, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with MSG, by the way. It doesn't give people headaches. That whole thing was <sighs> fucking. No, it's been debunked. It's bullshit. Is it for sure? Uh, yeah, well, I'm fairly confident that it is based on a few things that I. I have this uh, a good friend of mine. She she uh, swears that yeah, you know, if she smells this, if she gets anywhere near it, that she's gonna you know go into anaphylactic shock or something. Yeah, you know, she's got all these symptoms that, uh, but she's also she she you know she's not like she's what well, she 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 talks the the green green eating clean eating stuff a lot but she's not that she's really she eats I, she, junk food stuff too. i thought you were gonna say she's not right in the head well she's not right in the head she's, <laughs> that's where i thought you were going with it i mean maybe that's what you were getting at without trying to say it in those she's very those she's one of these people that's very political she will not she will not as an example shop at a lot of places that she perceives as being uh, a, a Republican place. If she and sometimes when she talks about it, I look at her and I think, I have no idea how you came up with that. I, I, I wouldn't even have given it that much conscious thought. But she tries to make sure that every place she goes into is um, is something that is on her political spectrum that she agrees with, and uh, that to me is a lot of work. <laughs> And it's very complicated and uh, uh, probably grossly inaccurate in a lot of cases. I Okay, as an example, a couple of days, she, I, a couple of days ago I saw an article uh, within the last uh, maybe uh, recent news cycle stuff with Bernie Sanders. And he was talking about uh, he was uh, – there was a – 
uh, he was at something where Walmart was. He, he visited Walmart or something. Yeah, he went to their board meeting. There was some, meeting. one of the yeah. Someone uh, had him go for her, and he berated them for for uh, not paying a living wage, fifteen dollars an hour or something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, that. Okay, mm-hmm. I was just at Walmart last night. Uh, I go to Walmart. I'm not too good to go to Walmart. Um, I, I, I go to the Walmart and I see this big ass sign at the Walmart now when it says, um, "Now hiring." $11 plus per hour shift incentive. So that means maybe if you work at an evening or something or some sort of weird hours or, or you have some sort of whatever something, they're paying you more than $11 an hour. The, the fucking federal uh, minimum wage is what, $740 or something like that, which it probably is not enough. I, I agree. Yeah, with yeah that, it's but, somewhere around there. I don't know but, exactly what it but is. But they're, they're already $5 or something like that over over that price. And, I, and I've mentioned this on here before. I, I go walking into the Walmart and I'm walking around and I'm looking at the people that are working there. And occasionally you got to interact with somebody that works there. Uh, I'm getting now, so I just go straight to the self-checkout, and I, I don't have uh, a lot of human contact. But there's a whole lot of people in that Walmart that I'm not sure, honestly, should be getting paid $11 an hour. I think uh, they're, uh, there's there's a pulse there, but oh my God, I don't know what the fuck this story is. But uh, there's uh, I, I would guess that Walmart's not getting, in some cases, $11 worth of effort out of them in return for their $11 investment or whatever right. it costs them, or 20 you know, usually it's doubled. Um, and it's not a good place. Who, who wants to fucking stay there forever anyway? I mean, that's the whole minimum wage discussion. But um, so anyway, <laughs> Bernie's bitching about this stuff. She, she's not going in there. She's not going to any place like that. Um, at the same time, Bernie's not saying a goddamn word to Facebook about their fake fucking monopoly money bullshit they're <laughs> trying to start. Um, well, I mean, Bernie is 97. I mean, is what he? does he know about Facebook? I'm not saying he's not. A, I don't know how old. I think I don't know how old he is. He's what is he? He's in his seventies. He's in his seventies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Biden's old but looks younger. Biden looks fit. He did. Yeah, he, he looks Joe a lot Biden's more fit. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think he's like seventy six. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so, so yeah, Biden just looks healthier. Bernie looks like a guy that's always been eating shitty food and never mm-hmm. exercised in his life. Uh, wow. You know, yeah. Well, well, he, he looks. Uh, Bernie Sanders is seventy-seven. Nancy Pelosi seventy-nine. Yeah, I'm so, not, you I'm, know what? I mean, politics aside, I'm. I mean, I'd go for that. Uh, you know, Nancy, you want to bang Nancy? Is that what you're I, saying? I think I think that's what I'm saying. I I don't know. I didn't know. She's got like six kids too, doesn't she? I don't know. She's. I'm going to give her seven. Can she still? Are there her eggs? You think she froze any eggs? Yeah, so Ber- look at, okay, Bernie Sanders as an example. Compare Bernie Sanders to, um, to I'm trying to think of somebody. Okay, uh, Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett's uh, 90-ish. He's close to 90. No, is he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, yeah, he's close to 90. So you take Warren Buffett, look at him, um, uh, and compare him to Bernie Sanders. As far as, so he's 15 years older. Um, I know Bernie he's 88. He's 88. He's 11 years 80. older. 11 years older and then uh, that other guy that Buffett runs around with that uh, what's the guy's name uh, Charlie something or other Charlie is it Munger he's, he's like his right hand man guy that guy's older than, than Buffett I think he's like 92 and he looks pretty good for his age I think um, he looks better than Bernie Sanders does I, I don't think we Charlie need to Munger it. yeah I don't yeah. know how old he is uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Charlie Munger? He's 95. 95, really? So yeah. I think Charlie Munger can take uh, Bernie Sanders in a fight. I think if, they, if those two were in the cage, I would I would pay that. I would pay. Did you see the heavyweight champion of the world? <laughs> the new. The fact, dude, with the tattoos? I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Mexican guy. He's Mexican? Mexican guy. Yeah, he's Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Ru- Andy Ruiz, uh, y- y- Ruiz Deont- Jr. or something. Yeah, yeah. Andy Isn't Ruiz it? Jr. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. He was throwing haymakers. That I, I saw the. I didn't see the whole fight, but uh, I mean the dude, the guy that he was, whoever. And this boxing slid because I. They were talking about the guy that he beat, when I still can't recall his name. I don't. I had no idea who the heavyweight champion of the world was. Um, but uh, yeah, he uh, was throwing crazy shots at that guy he hit him in the back of the ear a few times just like these overhand rights he's big just and just bam man it's crazy but yeah kind of a big fella kind of a big fella it's some you got moobs he's got the man boobs going right. on yeah yeah which yeah 
Mm-hmm. That's more power to you. Athletic underneath all of that. And uh, t- tough, tough guy. Really yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I, I saw, I've seen pictures of it and I've him, but I had no idea what that fight was. I don't pay attention to it. Heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, he won all three belts. Yeah, so now he's going to that other, I don't know who all these guys are. Yeah, boxing sled, but um, yeah, Bernie's not, not a healthy guy. So I, I hope if Bernie wants to, um, he wants to get after companies, he needs to get after Facebook. Elizabeth Warren was talking about breaking up Facebook and uh twitter and uh i don't know if she had youtube included in that if it's a conversation of if, if that were to be a conversation that should ever happen i think youtube should those three all three should be included in the conversation but um i don't know of a good way to do that I, I, i'm kind of with her on that but i don't know exactly how they you know just what do you do how do you break it up how do you split um well like youtube now that's basically got a monopoly for the most part there's there's Vimeo, but nobody really looks at Vimeo. You no, Vimeo's. I mean, no, you know, Vimeo is a different thing. I mean, they're. It's like the, it's you, like the, YouTube is VHS and and um, and Vimeo is beta. It's yeah. better quality video, right? Where it's the better format. It's Even it's a lot of things, better. but it's not. It doesn't. But it's it's irrelevant. It's it's people go to YouTube to watch all this bullshit. Yeah, you can't really seem to go to Vimeo and like if you wanted to find, uh, uh, you know, um, some sort of a help help video or something. There's there's just, the content's just not there like it is on YouTube. YouTube's taken off with. Yeah, I wonder if 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 a guy like Steven Crowder started a Vimeo account, right? Here's this company. Would that be good for them or bad for them? You know what I mean? Like, what would that do? That's a good question. You know, you wonder if you put that out there and they say fuck it, and they just went over to this other platform. Alex you Jones, know. these kind of guys. You know? um, I mean, like, what's so hard about if if you're really into what a guy like that is doing and saying? Why wouldn't you go somewhere else to to watch his videos, hear what he's saying? You know what I mean? Well, that's that's the the issue, and that's part of the the. Um, my thinking about this, you know, this uh, cryptocurrency shit being so bad is I think that at some point those guys are going to go to some other format. And when they get to that other format and, and they've also been defunded in some cases by, well, the, so you get defunded from YouTube. Um, and, and, and so that's a, a huge you know, revenue source that's lost. And then, um, there's also been instances where, um, you, you know, the, the other funding sources, uh, stuff like, uh, uh, what's the thing that everybody uses for podcasts to get uh, money from people. I'm trying to remember that. Um, Oh, the, uh, Patreon, Patreon. So Patreon's, um, yeah, also defunded people for uh, various reasons. And so has MasterCard in some cases has been involved with this. So if you get in a situation where you've got these companies that are making, um, they're making decisions on our behalf, on the public's behalf, based on some sort of, some sort of uh, very slippery slope of, uh, of decision-making that is uh, got some morality tied to it. And I, I, they're, they're trying to do the right thing. I understand that they're coming at it from an angle where they think they're, they're helping the world. But um, when, when you do that and those, those people, they didn't get to the level that they were on these platforms without followers. So if they take their followers and they go to some other platform, if this pops up somehow, whatever that becomes, whether it's Vimeo or some new thing comes along and takes off, all of that money is going to follow them. And if they can't channel the money through, through PayPal, they can't show, you know, do it through, through, uh, you know, Patreon, they can't do it through MasterCard. There's going to be some other form of payment that's going to come along that's outside of what we're doing now. And we've got this, this, like I said, this, house of cards that exists with with the economy where you know really it's kind of i think it all has to be in one place or it turns into something it's going to turn into something else maybe in the in the instance of uh, what you were talking about with the with the with the tv show with uh what's it called again uh, the village the one that i worked on no the oh i thought Ron, uh, mr Mueller. robot mr robot mr yeah, mr yeah, yeah. robot maybe maybe it's time that we we should do that <laughs> devalue the banking system and the dollar and the whatever the euro and and europe's a mess with that already i, I don't i'm not smart enough to understand all of it but um it, I, I think it's it could it could end up being more of a more of an issue uh, than most of the stuff that we're worried about. Most of the other stuff that we're worried about, whether that's global warming or or whatever, I think that some of these uh, some of these alternate uh, currencies could end up causing problems for 
probably for poor people, for, for that class we were talking about of people that are on the lower spears, you know, the, the lower level. I seen, I seen my money go out of my account and it was gone. <laughs> Vinny Vidi Vici, those motherfuckers took all my cryptocurrency. Yeah. It'd be like, um, you're listening to NPR, Colin Flynn from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He uh, drives a tractor, and uh, we don't know what he believes, but he does not believe that a transgender woman should be able to win the race. Here's Colin Flynn. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.